Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. This is Virginia Parsons, the host and your hangout mentor. And today we have a wonderful topic. And I think all of you Facebook viewers are gonna find this really, really interesting because we're going to be talking about shining and succeeding using Facebook Live demystified. So I'm gonna do a little preview and then I'll introduce our very special guest. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where you know it is my passion and my purpose to provide you, the entrepreneur, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from incredible, inspirational businesswomen in the know. So I want to thank you for being here today because I know your time is valuable. And so whether or not you're watching this live, Thank you and welcome or in replay mode. I appreciate you taking the time to be here and I know you're going to find that it's worth it because we bring you such good content. That's always my goal and my ambition. So I'm very excited about today's show. I'd love to have you just pop into the comment section and let us know where you're hanging out from. I am hanging out from Reno, Nevada, and I'll tell you where my guest is hanging out from in a minute because you're going to be amazed. This is an international show today. So before we get started with it, I want to let you know that we have a brand new Hangout and live stream marketing assessment available to you because the show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com. Now you can take this assessment, it'll only take you a couple of moments. And what you're going to find out is what do you know? What is your knowledge base and your skill set in using all of these live stream platforms? There are so many, they're expanding by the day, by the month, and you need to learn how to use them to brand, grow, and market your own business. So all you have to do to take advantage of that assessment is text the word SUCCESS to 775-800-4179. It's right here 
uh, beneath me. Now, if you're international, all you need to do is go to hangout-marketing.com and that'll take you straight to the assessment. Now you might even qualify for a complimentary shine strategy session with me where we'll sit down, discuss your business, what your goals are and how you can use all these live stream platforms to get out there, get the word out and shine. So my guest and I have a lot in common and that's why I wanted to bring her on today because she's all about shining as well. Her name is Salome Shalak. Now, Salome is the founder of Shine and Succeed. So see, we have lots in common. I just thought so fun to bring her out and share her knowledge because she loves Facebook Live, as do I. And she really is, her intention is to get out there and help all those entrepreneurs who have had trouble getting the word out about their expertise and learning how to do it and have some fun with it. So she's going to be talking about demystifying Facebook Live. It's not as scary as you think it might be. We're going to be discussing overcoming the fear of live video. Because if you're afraid of live video, you got to get over it. And we're going to talk about the ways that you can do that because the world's waiting to discover you. Now, the second hot topic is how to turn your viewers into loyal fans. And that's so important because the key is to get your viewers to know, trust, and like you, and therefore want to work with you. And that takes us to the third topic, which is using live video to get more clients. So go ahead and unmute yourself, Salami, and come on in and say hi to our viewers, won't you? Hi, Virginia. Thank you very much. Well, we're thrilled that you're here and all the way from? Perth in Western Australia. That's right, Perth. For those of you who didn't hear, Perth in Western Australia. So she's on the west coast of Australia, which is not nearly as populated as is the East Coast. And she's had to jump through some real hoops for us today so that she could be here because they're still working on getting the, the, the high-speed internet that we take for granted here in the United States. So I'm just thrilled to have you here, Salome. Thank you very much, Virginia. Yes, some days it feels like I live in the bush, <laughs> but um, it's not really that bad. Australia is, is slowly but surely getting on board with high-speed internet. Well, we're excited for you because it does open the world up and it's wonderful that you're able to teach the world from where you are, just like I teach the world from where I am. It's fun and exciting. And you know, think about it this way. A few years ago, we never could have been doing this. A few years right. ago, it was limited to the big boys and girls out there and uh, our little network here in this part of the world didn't exist and no, neither yeah. did it over in Perth. So we're excited about this technology and it's gonna be fun to have this discussion today with Salome. So, so let's start Salome with a little bit about you. People like to know about my guests, where they came from, you know, what, what was a defining moment that put them on the path to be doing what they're doing today. And I know you've got a great story, so go ahead and share that. Thank you, Virginia. Yes, um, you might tell by my accent, I don't sound like a typical Australian. I am in fact born and bred South African. And uh, when my boyfriend of the time, uh, that's gosh, that's eight, nine years ago now, said to me, he's, gonna, he's, um, he's got a job offer in Australia, would I like to come with him? I said, well, you gotta put a ring on it. <laughs> and um, as quick as that, he produced a ring, and so the next thing I knew, I was living in Australia. And as I say, that's about eight, nine years ago now. So um, 
how I ended up where I am now teaching Facebook live and teaching Facebook marketing. It's one of those strange things how everything, everything I've done in my life since I was a teenager kind of just all came together and when Facebook Live was born, I knew I found my thing. It's my thing. I love it. I was a, I was in performing arts. I'm a musical theater dropout um, and then did marketing degree, worked in marketing and then sales and then became a coach when my second child was born and I didn't want to go back to working for a boss. I did sales coaching for a while and started coaching women in particular. And when I started coaching women around sales, I noticed that as women, we are so afraid to shine. We just, we hold ourselves back and there's, there's a lot of things going on um, for women that is just in our heads. And if we can clear some of those limiting beliefs and we can start really believing in ourselves and promoting each other as well, lifting each other up, making it okay to shine, then, um, then we all shine brighter. And what a better way than to do that on Facebook Live. Oh, you said it, you know, just like words out of my own mouth. Because as I say, we, I think there's a kindred soul, soulship going on here. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's not atypical of women. I think that in general, it is the nurturing side of women that yeah. wants to uplift, wants to put other people first, wants to be of yeah. service. And so that yeah. is a beautiful thing about being uh, from this feminine side. And yet it's also something that can hold people back because you are always in the mode of uplift, support others. And sometimes you forget that to really do a good job of uplifting and supporting others, you must first uplift yourself and uh, step out of your shadow, as I always say. Yes, exactly. That's the heart of it for me is, is if you can uh, remove judgment about shining, and give yourself permission to shine, to really shine, then you can serve so many more people and you can serve from such a better place and you have a bigger platform and you have more opportunity. Um, and especially if you then take hands with other women who shine like you and me, you know, and you join forces, then we, we just, you know, together, together we can all lift each other up. But, but it starts with saying, I'm worthy of shining. I'm worthy of um, having a voice. I'm worthy of being heard. Um, not because I've done anything, but just because I am. I love that. Just because I am, I'm worthy. And each and every one of you out there is worthy as well. Now, I know how hard it can be to get in front of the camera. So I know that a lot of women are intimidated to the extent that say, oh, well, I'll do an you know, I'll do a phone interview or I'll do an audio interview. And I've done a lot of those, but don't make me get in front of the camera. You know, I, I just feel so insecure. I feel like I'm going to be judged. I may have a bad hair day. Uh, I got to put makeup on all the things that, you know, that goes through a woman's mind in particular. So what yeah. do you say to them about getting over the fear of the camera so they can truly shine? Well, Virginia, I'll make a little bit of a confession to you here. Sometimes I've done I've done well over a hundred broadcasts on Facebook Live now, um, and sometimes I still get nervous. So so feeling nervous, feeling scared, feeling um, you know having that little bit of butterflies in your tummy before you go live is a good thing. 
And you need to see it as a good thing. That's, that's number one, because I think it starts with our mindset. The first thing is you have to embrace the fear. You have to know that the fact that you feel the fear means that this matters to you and you care deeply about it. And therefore, because it matters to you and you care deeply about it, it is critically important that you do it and that you don't let the fear overrun you and then step back. It is that important that you do it. So that's the first thing. You have to know that fear is normal. Fear is absolutely okay to have. Make friends with that fear. That's the first thing I always say. The second thing is when you do go live, remember you are your own worst critic. Nobody's looking at your hair. Nobody's looking at whether you've got makeup on or not. Nobody's looking at, you know, I always say put yourself in a position where you feel confident. So if that means putting on makeup, great. If that means giving your hair a brush, great. Make sure you present yourself as the professional you want to be but know that you're worthy whether you have that or not you know it's not we don't you're not good enough when you're wearing lipstick you're good enough because you are because of your message <laughs> um, can i interject for a moment and that and that is you are so right it is your message it is the content people are there to in most instances to support you and inspire you as well. I mean, they're not there to criticize you. Um, oh. You know, I see guys and they throw on ball caps and you know, they don't shave or whatever and they're just in their sloppy clothes and that's okay with guys. I think it is a different standard with women, especially in business that they come across a professional. But the most important thing is you say is to provide valuable content because yeah. that is how you connect to people with your passion with what it is that you have that helps transform others. So it's the content and then what, as you say, Salome, whatever makes you feel good to step yeah. in front of the camera, that's how you proceed. And, and many, many women don't wear makeup, so that's certainly not the key. <laughs> no, it's not the key. It's not, it's not in, the, in the what you put on in the exterior. It's about reflecting on the exterior what you want to feel inside or what you already feel inside. And I'll tell you a little a secret. I never in my life used to wear lipstick, not ever, ever, until I started broadcasting live. Because one day I took a red lipstick and I put it on and I looked at myself and I went, wow, it looks great when I'm wearing some color on my lips. Um, but it's, you know, and now I do it regularly. And now it's kind of, it has improved my self-esteem. A simple thing like that. But I definitely don't need a lipstick to feel that I'm going to be pretty enough or good enough to go live. It helps, but it's not, it's not the crux. Well, you know, that's interesting because I interviewed a gal who is an expert on video, not necessarily live video, but it all, um, it all relates. She was out of the Hollywood area. And she said, you know, and with the interview she had on bright red lipstick, she said, if I look at myself in the mirror right now, I'd say, oh my God, look, at I'm so way overdone. But she said the camera really does mute those colors. So that is one reason. That's right. And that is why I started wearing it too, is because it just brightens things. It makes you look, it makes you look like you're shining. You know, and if you if you already feel like you're shining, and then you look like you're shining as well, then the two things kind of build build each other up. 
So I understand the fear aspect because I'll just share with people and, and people have heard this from me before. The first time I started broadcasting wasn't for this show. It was for another show I was doing called the Savvy Shopper Show. And it was just my first venture into broadcasting. And um, I, I just want you all to know that my heart was beating like this and my mouth was pasty and all those things that are, you know, that fear um, energy. But yeah. as Salome said, when you move through that fear and do it anyway, fear, they say mm -hmm. that there was a book written many, many years ago go called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Love that book. Become, yeah, you become more um, at ease with it. And you realize, well, there's just nobody out there that's really going to criticize you more than you will. And that's instead, most people will support you and encourage you. And so very quickly, I realized that I didn't have to be quite so frightened. But yeah. um, a little bit of fear is okay, as you said, because, you know, fear and excitement are very close together emotionally. And yeah. so you're, you're more up when you have a little bit of that. You don't want to be complacent after all. And your objective, as you say, is you care about what you're doing. So you want to do it uh, the very best that you can. So embrace Absolutely. that little bit of fear you have. It will go away. <laughs> and, and I want to add another element to this is when I'm, when I'm broadcasting live, I always picture my ideal client. I have a picture of her in my mind and I imagine the, the camera is her face and she's standing behind and I'm having a conversation with her that is adding value to her, that is serving her, that's teaching her something, that's telling her a story, that's engaging her in something, that's in some way giving her something that she didn't have before this interaction with me. And I find that if I keep that picture of my ideal client in mind, and I know the reason I'm doing this broadcast is so that I can impact her life so that I can make a difference to her so that I can teach her something and it can be something as simple as um, how to add captions to your live broadcast or it can be something as uh, you know as complicated as having a discussion about should you wear lipstick or not you know it can be it can be very practical or very theoretical um, as long as I know that when I show up I'm talking to her and her alone. So that means I'm not talking to um, my cousin or, uh, you know, a family member or a friend or those people that are in our heads that we think are going to criticize us. You're not talking to them. You're talking to your ideal client and you're showing up to serve that person. That's the important thing. Yeah, that's a wonderful tip. And, and I do something similar. I have actually a um, picture behind my camera, and it's the same idea. You have uh, somebody you care about, someone that that um, you are already friends with, someone that you want to be friends with, you know, however that works. I love the ideal client idea. I don't have that. But my whole point is that draws me to look at the camera rather than to look at, in this case, looking down at the screen, which isn't going to be connecting with um, the That's audience and the viewers as well. So either way, anything that helps you bring your 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 visible uh, connection to the camera. And I love that you say, I think of the camera's eyes as her face and that you're looking right at her. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it helps. Well, let's, let's move into the structure you broadcast to turn your viewers into loyal fans. So, for some people who who has who've had experience in live broadcasting prior to Facebook Live, so I'm talking about perhaps um, Periscope. 
um, or some of the other live platforms, we were very trained that you show up live and there's a group of people that join you live when you're there. And it's all about being live with as many people as you can to have that um, fluid discussions and fluid conversations. On Facebook Live, it's different. On Facebook Live, 99% of the people who are going to watch our broadcasts watch it on the replay. And Facebook audiences have not yet been trained to sit and watch half hour, um, hour long videos. There's certainly a place for them. And I think the interview style works really well for longer videos. That's what the Shine Show is. It's an interview style show that goes for half an hour. But when you're doing a live broadcast where you are sharing uh, your message, a, a, a short message um, that adds value to your audience. I want you to keep in mind that um, you're talking to the replay audience. So there is a way to structure your broadcast so that the people who join live gets the best value, but the people, the 99% who watch on the replay, they are also drawn in and engaged, even though they weren't there live. And the way I do that, and I've got um, I've got something called the Facebook Live Superstar Broadcasting Blueprint, which helps you. And it basically says, you open with the topic, the why. You open with why people should join your broadcast. And be sure to make that benefit-driven. Remember, it's about them. It's not about you. So don't open with, oh, the weather is uh, a bit hot today and I've been doing this and this and this, <laughs> you know, which we're tempted sometimes to do on live broadcast. Go, bam, straight in with why this is important to them. What's the benefit of joining? Then after that, do a brief introduction of who you are. And with brief, I mean brief. My name is Salome Shalak. I'm a Facebook marketer. I teach entrepreneurs to use Facebook video to get profitable businesses. Brief, okay? Because people don't want to hear that stuff, but it's important that it's in there for your new audiences. Then move into your content delivery. If you have people joining you live, welcome them. You can't just ignore them. You have to welcome them and draw them in. Invite them to comment. Invite them to share where they're coming in from. Invite them to tell you what their experience is on the topic that you're talking to. But don't spend too much time talking to them before you go into content delivery. Tell them that you will have a, a discussion time at the end of your content delivery so that they know they're going to get an opportunity to engage live with you because they've taken the time to be there live with you. So then go into your content delivery, deliver your three to five points, no more than that. I say stick to three. Three to five points, you want to keep your broadcast under five minutes, deliver it succinctly, try to use stories to help them to understand it, and then say, okay, here's my call to action, whatever your call to action is. You know, your call to action could be join my Facebook group, sign up to my list, join my webinar, like my page share this with a friend, tag a friend who might like it. Your call to action can be anything, but you always want to have a call to action because you want to move, you want to grow your audience, right? And then after the call to action, say, right, now let's have a chat with all the live people and then hang out with the live people at the end who've taken the trouble to be there with you. So that's the basic structure I follow when I'm broadcasting and it's getting me really good results. I love your structure, and I think it's important to point out that I, I know last spring, 
when it started to become available to um, you know everybody on Facebook that one of the things that they were talking about was yeah get on and and do some small talk first and wait for people to find you and get on well your philosophy is entirely different I totally agree with you people yeah. are too busy for that people yeah. want to get to yeah. the information that's you know that's applicable to them and I think yeah. you're so right on and saying here's what we're going to be talking about and you're going to get three tips that I think you can go home and use in your life or your business right today that's always mm -hmm. been the philosophy of my show as well as I want those hot topics to be actionable tips that can apply in their lives so you're saying don't worry about how many you have in the live audience it's not important because 99% of them are going to be watching it replay yes and that doesn't mean you still the people who do bother to show up live when you're live you treat them like queens because they have just been interrupted in their day and they've made a decision to join you instead of doing whatever else they've got to do so you treat them like queens and you give them the best of you but you also have to remember that you're creating quality content for 99% of people who are going to watch it on the replay so it has to be what's in it for them from the start what is in it from them what are they going to get I think at the start when people were still figuring Facebook Live out, a lot of people said wait for people to come on. But I think most people have now learned that um, the value of the video is more in the replay. And certainly if you're still, if you still have a smaller audience, I see people like Kim Gass, Chalene Johnson, you know, those people who have big, big, big audiences. When they go live, everyone's jumping on. And, and so they might, you know, stall a little bit to get more people on. Um, but I think for someone who's just starting out, get in, be succinct, get it done. Yeah, I think that that's really good advice. And I, I agree. Those who have really, really large audiences, they may have a different motivation than you do, which you really want people to discover that you are providing content and not wasting their time. And Absolutely. So when you do have the live ones that pop on, do you provide an extra incentive to them beyond just that they can be part of the Q&A? Um, no, not particularly. I try to make sure I encourage them to engage with me. I, I make sure that I tell them to please ask me your questions. I'm here now. I'd love to answer your questions. Um, and I usually would afterwards, at the end, when I finished my broadcast, I would go in and engage even a little bit more with them through the, the in the in the, the comments section. So I would try to continue the conversation with them. If you know, if we didn't get to have a long conversation live, I would still continue the conversation in the comments. And often, if I see that it is valuable to them, I would invite them to join my my Facebook group. Um, or I would direct them to a freebie opt-in or a, something they can download or some kind of a resource that's going to help them with whatever the challenges they, 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 they have. I'm also, like, I love it when people send me private messages with their questions um, because I want to learn what someone is, what everyone else is struggling with because then I know how to help them. Well, yeah, that's a big bonus in, in, the, in itself is to just say PM yeah. me and um, I'll answer your yeah. questions. But also, yeah, the advantage of being on something live is that people can ask questions that are specific yeah. to them and they're getting the expert's response. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, just be aware that those of you are here watching this live or in replay, we have a comment section for you as well. You know that by now. 
put your comments and your questions in there. I'll make sure that they get to Salome and that she can get answers to you. Because yeah. as we both have said, we want you to shine. We want you to step out of your shadow, shine, and share your brilliance with the world because yeah. you are worth it. And yeah. people are waiting for you to get your message out. So definitely. Right. And you know, Virginia, I heard this thing one day. Someone says, if one person verbalizes something, 10 other people were thinking it. And that just kind of comes back to there is no there is no such thing as a silly question because if you if you're thinking it, there's at least 10 other people thinking it too, and if you're the one who verbalizes it, then you're adding value to all 10 of the other people as well. Yeah, I love that. That's perfect and a good point to be made. Well, let's go into using video now because one of the things that I think it's important to emphasize is though, even though you're doing live video, it turns into video. It turns into recorded video, which becomes an asset to your business. So let's right. talk about that and how you're going to use it to increase client enrollment in your programs and services. Okay, so so that's really starts with having a clear sales funnel in your business. So knowing how you're taking people from see me. I talk about see me, love me, pay me. And it's it's funny that you've got your eyes at the top, your heart in the middle, and your pocket down below, right? So you're building see me, like me, pay me factor, right? But it's and that's what, what a funnel looks like. So you've got to have a plan. You're not just gonna do see me for the sake of attention, because you'll be the most popular broke girl in town. So there's so you use the videos as a see me method to bring new leads into your business. So that means you want to have a clear sales funnel of where you eventually are going to sell something to these people. Um, and your funnel could be a Facebook group and a, then a webinar and then a sale, or it could be um, a Facebook broadcast to a shop page to a sale. There are lots of different ways to create sales funnels. But what you want to do is you want to get in front of as many people and then invite them to get more, to ex discover you more. So it could be a freebie download, a webinar, um, a shop, as I said, an online shop, a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. Um, there are so many things. You invite them. You have a call to action at the end of your video that invites them to come closer to you, to, to, to get more value from you. And then from that value point, you deliver massive value. So on a webinar, you would teach them something that's of value to them. In a one-on-one -on -one session, you would deliver value to them. Um, if it's an, an online shop front, you will deliver choices to them in terms of what they, they're looking for and then make the sale there. But have a, you know, it's important that we have clear funnels in place um, that moves people along that see me, love me, pay me process. See me, love me, pay me. That's beautiful. And the pockets are down below. That's really cute image. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, and I also think that the, the sales process has actually been shortened as a result of video because I agree. quickly people have a sense that they, they know you after you have provided good content over a period of time, they're going to start to feel like they know you, but more importantly, they trust you that you That's are delivering and you are genuine with what you're delivering and it's providing value to them. So as you say, to invite them to take the next step, 
to go deeper yeah. with you to do further problem solving get more solutions to their questions is a yeah. natural outgrowth and so what you're saying is you miss the boat if you don't you're, you're just going to be broke it might be well known but you're going to be broke if you don't make the offer and ask yeah. for the sale something that's sometimes yeah. a little harder for women than men as well i think it is but we have to know like um this is something that i had to reframe for myself it's um, it's a love exchange. Um, when someone invests in themselves and they invest in you, it's a love exchange. And you're giving them love by serving them and solving a problem for them. And they're giving you love by looking after you and making sure your kid's daycare is paid, your car's paid, your house is paid. It's a love exchange. That's beautifully put, Salome. Well, and we have a little love exchange here as well, don't we? You yeah, are we offering your, your checklist for them, and I'm going to, while you talk about it, you already went through it, but um, let's uh, tell them a little bit more about what they will experience when they go to this link, and I'll put the link up as you talk. So here comes the link for it. It's right. hmtips.com forward slash Salome gift that's s-a-l-o-m-e gift for our iTunes viewers and so go ahead and tell them a little bit more about the details of this gift so what they'll discover in this um, Facebook live superstar broadcasting blueprint is a step-by-step -step structure that takes them through how to structure their broadcast in a way that it engages people from the first second. And that's very important because you lose half of your audience in the first 10 seconds. So here I'll show you how to engage people from the first second and keep them engaged. And then it also shows you how to structure your content so that you, um, so that you can treat those live viewers like the queens that they are, but you're also delivering the best quality content to the people who will be listening on the replay who really just want to hear the message and go and then also how to structure the call to action so that you get people to take action and then engage with the live viewers at the end and build relationships with them so they'll discover all of that and that really helps you to start using your live broadcasts as the beginning of your sales funnel so that you can connect with more people you know build those connected communities get more leads into your business and eventually grow the profit in your business as well that's it that's really what it's all about so again here is the link to her gift it's hmtips.com forward slash salome gift salome is spelled s-a-l-o-m-e gift so i want to thank you so much for just being so generous with your your tips and i hope you all get this that there are many many live stream broadcasting platforms out there facebook is one of the easiest to pick up and use all you have to do is pick up your phone if you've got a Facebook account, do a post and go live and share yeah. your passion, your brilliance with those people out there who are looking for you. It doesn't yeah. have to be complicated. Maybe uh, one other question that I have is, what have you found has been the best device for you and your clients to use in using Facebook Live? The best device? Yeah. I've got an iPhone what the iPhone S 6s it's the the older version but the big one I love that and I often use it with my little Joby gorilla pod I don't have that right here with me now but I just mounted on my little Joby gorilla pod 
Um, and I've got, a, a, to help me with light, I use direct sunlight. Sunlight is the best. Sunlight is like Botox. It makes us look very pretty. Um, but I've also got a little round LED light, just a little one like this. It's $20 on eBay um, for those days when you need a little bit of extra light. So those are my go-to like starter things. Oh, and a little lapel mic if you want to get a little lapel mic. You don't need any of those techie stuff when you're just starting out. But I say when you're just starting out, grab your phone, make sure you've got good light from the front and speak directly into the phone for the sound. That's all you need. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. And I, I would say that perhaps if you're going to be filming outside, then the lapel mic would make a big difference because you're Perfect. probably going to have wind sounds or, or traffic or whatever. Um, but un unless you're trying to film nature, then you might then you might just let the phone do it because you could film. That's right. But the otherwise, is, the lapel mic is about the only environment. The phone is perfect. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So that might be the way you start: is taking a walk and sharing with people a place that is very serene for you, and, and giving them a moment of serenity in their own life. So it can be simple. You don't have to have some great big huge um, message. It could be as simple as I just want to share with you where I go to find serenity, calmness, and peace in my own life. And maybe you can pick up some of that too. Exactly. When I just started out, um, I was still learning, you know, how to create content and what is my content. Um, and something that I used regularly was either um, time saver tips or my favorite books, or, or I would review a book that I've just read. Um, you know, people want to hear your opinion on something they already know. So it could be, you know, how I'm using, it. I, I did one on how I'm using Siri. Something simple like that. It doesn't have to be like massive life-changing stuff. It can be simple day-to-day, -day, your interpretation of something. Yeah, and I think the value in that in closing is that it again becomes something that people can use quickly. If yeah. you're doing something that's massive in value, how wonderful. But so often when it's too much, it's overwhelming for people to take action on. Exactly. One simple little tip can be all that they were looking for that is going to simplify their life and, and get them out of overwhelm. So don't overwhelm yourself while you're uh, making the choice to step out of your shadow and shine and get the word out. Just Absolutely. go do something simple. Yeah, keep it simple. Well, Salome, I want to thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. And um, we do have that uh, tip put into the uh, comment section so you can click on it directly. But once again, if you want to pick it up and you don't have the direct link, here it is. It's hmtips.com forward slash Salome gift. Again, Salome, thank you so much for being here all the way from Perth, Australia. And she says, I might as well be out in, what do you call it, the bush? <laughs> well, you're not sounding like you're coming to us from the bush, but we're thrilled that you made it all the way here from Perth. So this is Virginia Parsons, again, thanking Salome for being here and thanking all of you for taking the time because, again, I know your time's valuable. Put your comments in the comment section. Any questions you have, I'll make sure that they're delivered to Salome. Once again, thank you, Salome, and thank you for being thank here this Thank you. you are so welcome. Have a terrific week, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. <laughs>